This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review speaking with Lindsey Edmonds, Rice Isles head coach, women's basketball. Coach, thank you very much for joining me. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. Looks like you're at work in, I am, in the office. I am in Houston. We're uh, the baby and I are in Houston. So we are officially uh, in Texas. So waiting for the rest of the family to join us probably early July. But but we are here and we're excited. OK, well, I think you tweeted <laughs> a few days ago. Uh, you had some talent in just not going to get into names or anything like that, but just the process of putting your staff together and then having players, you know, and interacting with people face to face. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously getting staff together was a number one um, priority uh, for me and feel, like I said before, feel very excited about the group that I was able to get. Um, and I think they're all uh, just wonderful people and great coaches. They've all hit the ground running uh, with recruiting uh, and, and therefore allowing us to get some kids on campus pretty quickly. So that was that was exciting. Uh, and yes, to be able to be face to face and be on campus with recruits was awesome. It felt, you know, like some normalcy again. Uh, so that was that was really nice to have. Um, so, yeah, we were excited about having some visitors on campus Obviously, their freshmen moved in. They didn't get an opportunity to have an official visit. So we treated the weekend a little bit like an official visit for them and their family. So it was nice to be able to to meet them in person uh, and spend some quality time with them as well. Now, you were my first guest when I was host on KWK Radio. And I think you mentioned you were referencing one of the coaches who had Texas ties. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that's Coach Grant. Yes. So just if you can, just give some more details about Coach Grant and the, the other two distance to your staff. Yeah, so um, Coach Grant obviously came from uh, San Diego State, and uh, but he lived a, a large portion of his life in, in Texas. Uh, his father is um, associated with the DFW Elite Program, so a great AAU program within the state for girls basketball. Uh, his sister, you know, played basketball as well. So just a, a basketball family with a lot of Texas ties. His sister's now at UT um, for in a position for women's basketball with graphics. Um, so, you know, they're just very well connected. And um, Nick's definitely hit the ground running with getting me on the phone with, with the right people in the state of Texas. So that's it's been awesome. Um, he's definitely got me connected pretty quickly. So that was great. Um, then Coach Keevy uh, is coming from Davidson. So obviously been recruiting uh, high academic uh, caliber kids. So really right away knows how and, and the ones that we should be in on. She can look at a transcript right away and know, can we get them in? Can we can we not get them in? So uh, her uh, she's added great value to the staff. She also played at Wake Forest. So high caliber uh, athlete, but also a, a great student um, as well. So she's going to understand like the balance uh, that our young lady is going to be going through from academically to athletically. So I think she'll be a, a great sounding board for them. Uh, and then Coach Morton coming from Georgia State. I've known her for a while. I just think she's so great at developing relationships. She's going to be a great mentor and role model for our young ladies. Um, but she's really great at developing relationships uh, with recruits as well. Uh, so I think she's um, just really a really awesome uh, instrumental piece to add to the staff as well. How have these first few days here in town been for you? Has it been a whirlwind? It has been. It has been a whirlwind. I thought the whirlwind was crazier um, at home because I was still trying to balance things at home in North Carolina before I got here and still trying to work. Uh, remotely. So the whirlwind felt crazy there, but then got here and it felt pretty crazy as well. So 
uh, like I said, the, the nine month old Elena is with me. Uh, so, you know, I've been dropping her at daycare most of the day. Some of the days she's been here with me at the pack and plays here in the office, but um, you know, just, you know, the, the staff has been great and um, Brooke staying on board as the director of basketball operations has really helped us have a, a better um, seamless transition because she, she knows everything about the university and, and who we need to call when we have questions. So uh, it's been a whirlwind for sure, but uh, we are day by day, it gets a little bit calmer. And so that's, that's feeling pretty good today. How would you describe the feedback you received from people Friends, colleagues, now that you are in charge at Rice? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that, you know, the from the colleagues, I've got a ton of awesome feedback. People are very excited. People are very telling me how great of a place it is, which obviously I know, but there's a lot of people around the country that know it as well. So that was one of the things for me, too, uh, when, when thinking about taking this job is that I knew uh, the prestige that the university held went nationwide where, you know, in North uh, Texas needs to be our um, home base of where we're recruiting. We can recruit nationally because everybody knows about about Rice and Rice University and what the degree stands for and what the degree carries. So, um, yeah, I've got a lot of positive feedback from colleagues and um, different people. So it, it's been a lot of fun to, to hear from people. Have you and the staff discussed which uh, tournaments y'all are going to hit for recruiting? We have, yeah. We we actually have our whole July pretty much mapped out. So we'll, we'll be hitting all the major tournaments. Uh, we'll be in Texas a lot. There's a lot going on in Texas. So we'll, we'll be here um, uh, quite a bit. Uh, there's a tournament in Iowa that we're hitting, a tournament uh, Run for Roses in, in Louisville that we're going to go to. Um, Chicago will be a big one that we'll be at. Uh, Indianapolis, there's several going on there. And then the second half of uh, July will be at Augusta for Nike Nationals quite a bit. Um, and then Adidas Championships in Birmingham and then Under Armour in Pennsylvania uh, will be some of the main ones we'll hit in the second half. Have you given any time to – July is going to be your first time as a head coach mm-hmm. looking at talent. Will that be any different for you from in the lead chair as opposed to being in the assistant chair? Yeah, um, a, a little bit. Uh, you still, you know, still grinding, still working, still going to a bunch of different games and seeing as many kids as you possibly can. Obviously, as a recruiting coordinator from NC State, I was making sure that everybody else around me was doing all the right things and my boss was getting to all the right games. Uh, so now I guess I'm going to have Coach Keevy telling me uh, where to go and making sure I'm at the right court and at the right time. So that'll be a little bit different um, of not having to worry about it, making sure everyone uh, on the staff is at the, the right games. Coach Keevy will kind of take over that and I know the staff is all going to be, you know, everyone's excited about being back out in July. So I don't think there'll be any issues with, uh, I think everybody will be grinding and and being excited about watching games, but that'll be the major difference is I'm not worried about trying to get my boss to the right court. And what will you be looking at? What is your idea of a, a rice student athlete that'll fit your style of play. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things you look at. The intangibles are really important um, to me is watching how they interact with teammates, watching their demeanor on and off the court, watching how they, you know, when they get subbed out, like how are they responding to that when they're sitting on the bench? How are they responding to that? Um, You know, I even learned from one of my former bosses, watch when the game is over with and see how they go and talk to their parents. Like just the, the intangibles that you can't always see, 
uh, in a game. Those are some of the, the really important pieces to, to know what type of person you're getting. Obviously, during the game, you want high-energy players that their motor is always running, um, athletic and skilled, um, and able to do multiple things, not just a one-dimensional player. So we're just, you know, we have our eyes on a great group of uh, 22 recruits and uh, just going to have a lot of fun, you know, sitting and enjoying watching them play and them seeing right all of their games and then hopefully uh, getting some eyes on some new talent as well. How many uh, scholarships do you have for the, the field of 22? Um, it's kind of to be determined of how things finish up with the, the portal recruiting right now, but, um, you know, potentially four to five could happen in 22 that would take us to a full roster um which again you know there's some question as to whether you should always go to a full roster or not but uh we could be anywhere in the four to five range uh for the for the 22 group and, and do you have a preference on you like to keep one scholarship available just in case you know during the season yeah I, I would like to keep one scholarship available at all times again with the way the transfer portal is um you just i think it's you got to have one there in case somebody just falls into your lap that wants to come back into the state of Texas. And um, that, you know, would be a no brainer to take, but the 22 class, I, I feel pretty good about them as well. So um, it'll be a toss up this year on whether we go full with the 22s um, or whether we hold that one. I think moving forward, um, potentially you always want to hold one, but being where we're at, wanting to get as many kids in that our staff collectively likes, we make it go to full with just the 22 class. And just remind folks, your style of uh, play, what you like to do in your teams. Yeah, I, I want to play fast and I want to score in transition before the defense gets set. Uh, if we can't score in transition, I would like to go into four out one in and let the defense just kind of uh, pick their poison. Uh, are they going to double down on our post player? If so, our post player will kick it out to one of the four that are around the perimeter. Uh, we'll knock down to open a shot. Uh, if the no one doubles down, the post player, the one inside, needs to be able to score one-on-one. Um, so that's uh, really kind of, kind of what we're going towards. We understand that this year it could be a little bit um, of a just kind of mismatch and put things together uh, as best as we can. Um, but moving forward, that is exactly what we're, we're looking for is that four out one in. And if I penetrate and nobody helps off, I should be able to get all the way to the rim. If somebody helps off, I'm going to kick and we're going to get an open shot. But then obviously you have some quick hitters uh, to run in a dead ball situation if we have a mismatch or if someone um, has a really hot hand, we want to be able to give them a, another shot too. So um, mostly fast, four out one in, and then in dead ball situations, some, some quick hitters. How close are you to completing your, your non-conference schedule? Um, pretty close. Um, need to add probably uh, one more game. Um, so there, there's a good mix. There's there's a couple of power fives on there. Um, there's a couple uh, pretty good mid-major programs and then some, some games uh, against um, an NAIA school um, to, to start the season off. So just, you know, working on getting a good mix. We want to have as much confidence going into the conference season as um, possible. What's the breakdown in terms of home games, Road game, neutral sites in your non-conference? Yeah, so uh, no neutral sites. Uh, right now, um, we're at five and four, with five being at home and four being on the road. Um, would like to add one more at home as well, so it would probably be six and four. Do you have plans of, in the future, doing neutral site? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. I, I think uh, it, it's a lot of um, – it's a great experience for the players – 
uh, a lot of fun to be able to get into some tournaments and, and go somewhere and hopefully up some upset some people on, on neutral sites. So I think that's a, it's a great opportunity. So hopefully we can uh, start planning for that and, um, and make that happen. If not, you know, the next year, maybe hopefully the following season. And, and how does that work for, for neutral site? Does, do you seek it or do they call you and ask you if you're interested? How does that work? Yeah, there, there's uh, there's a website called Basketball Travelers where like games are just posted um, on. So it's kind of just like an updated um, scheduling site and you can click on different tournaments and see what they're looking for. Sometimes people will call you and ask uh, if you can um, come over. I know I've received a phone call from, um, I hope I don't, Rio Grande um, this year trying to get us into a tournament. It didn't work out with our exam schedules though. So um, so yeah, it's a little bit of both, but, um, you know, there, again, most of the things are posted on basketball travelers for, you know, what tournaments are being held and what they're looking for. And is it an adjustment to schedule around rice exams? <laughs> Cause that's a little bit different. It is no. a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> Stacy and I've had plenty of conversations about it and she's like, just keep the questions coming because I know it's difficult. So yeah, there's, um, there's a few more, uh, requirements around, um, last week class and study days, exam days, and when you can kind of get back going. So there's a few more uh, different layers than there, there were at NC State. So definitely uh, learning through that. Is there anything you want to uh, mention that I haven't asked you about so far? Uh, we started workouts uh, on the court yesterday. So that was uh, really encouraging to, to be back on the court um, and being able to work out with the players Staff did a tremendous job. Everybody had great energy, um, players and staff. So really excited to see, you know, kind of the pieces all together. Um, we, we're doing some individuals uh, early this week, and at the end of this week, we'll have a group workout all together. Um, so I'm excited to kind of get on the court with everyone collectively and um, just hit the ground running. So we're excited and, and ready to work. How many, how many players do you have back? Right now we have um, nine that are back. The two freshmen are um, finishing up their physicals, hopefully getting clearance by tomorrow, hopefully, fingers crossed. If not, for sure, by Friday. Um, we have secured one out of the portal, um, so we are working on the final paperwork to be able to announce her. Um, so she will make 10, and there's you know one more out there that we are also still working on. So hopeful to get to 11. Um is is the goal for right now and what are your do you have thoughts on how many student athletes are entering the portal uh, <laughs> yeah it is um it is insanity uh, i i'm just blown away by the number i'm still actually blown away by the fact that people are still going in now uh the fact that it is june um 16th i think that's today i'm not sure right right <laughs> um but the fact that there are still people going in is is what is um so crazy so it's uh it's just a, it is a new way of recruiting i hope that um moving forward it is not something that we have to deal with very often obviously um wasn't anticipating um the the ones that went into the portal to go into the portal. So that was, that was hard and fought really, really hard um, to get them all to stay. Um, and obviously didn't work out the way we all had hoped. So um, hopefully we are not hit by this. I think it is just a new way of kids being able to um, just jump and, and go see something different. And okay, I don't like living here. Let's go across the country and 
go live here for a year or two and get this paid for. I think there are some out there that have legitimate reasons as to why they're going in. And I totally understand that. Um, but the ones that are, there's just a lot out there that are doing that for the wrong reason. Um, so that's where it makes it really difficult. It really, it's really difficult to manage your roster uh, with the way the transfer portal is. I mean, I'm sitting here saying I have four or five um, for uh, the 22, but if for some reason, I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen, but if some more decide to go, then you're, you're already signed only five, but then you lose two more. So now you got to go figure out um, how to find two more to replace your roster. So it is, it's really hard to just do the management of your roster with not knowing what the transfer portal is going to, going to do to you every year. And a question I have for you that I don't know the answer. Um, when does the portal close? Does it? <laughs> I don't know that it does. Um, I mean, people last year were going into the portal like as soon as the school year started. And then it was like, so I, I don't know that it ends. I mean, I think you could probably, you can probably transfer at any point. I, I think it by July, you would think by the end of summer workouts, people are pretty set that they're either staying or leaving. Um, so I, I don't think there'll be much movement in August, but then you could see it start happening again in September after the school year starts back up, people uh, going back in. And then by December, you'll really have a lot start again because they're looking for a mid-year transfer. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know that it officially ever closes. It's just a matter of uh, when it makes sense for people to leave or to, to not leave anymore. On a, on a happier note, in terms of non-conference scheduling, does the Conference USA office give their member schools input on scheduling, you know, strength schedule, or is that specifically just a school's prerogative? Yeah, I mean, obviously we, we had our spring meetings virtually with Conference USA, and they encouraged us to, you know, make our strength of schedule and, and make our non-conference as good as we possibly can for the, the chance at hopefully getting an at-large. They obviously want to be a multi-bid uh, league uh, and not just be the the winner of the conference tournament getting in. Um, so they obviously encourage you to uh, make your non-conference schedule as competitive as possible, but there's no uh, requirements um, from from them for that. How different is that for you? Will that be for you going from NC State and the ACC, the multi-bid you know league year in, year out, to come to say maybe a one or two-bid league you know, year in, year out. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be um, quite the change. Obviously, with ACC, you could get six, seven, maybe even eight uh, in on any given year. So the the pressure from the ACC tournament wasn't there like it's going to be here. I mean, I think, obviously, Coach Langley experienced it a little bit last year. You, you win regular season and then come up a little bit short in the conference tournament, and then NCAA is taken away from you, and you're going to the WNIT instead. So uh, I am familiar with it, though. Obviously, I spent four years at James Madison University, and, and we were competing for championships every year. And, uh, you know, we did fall short. We won regular season and then would fall short in the tournament uh, and then went to the WNIT. So I, I remember the, the stress from the – the conference tournament is definitely there and it's on you and the pressure is there for the, the kids and the coaches um, because you, you want to win it all uh, and make the regular season not mean any, I mean, not just not stand for anything. You want to be able to go to the NCAA tournament. So I've been there before. So um, just again, we, we hope we are putting ourselves in that position uh, to be able to be competing for the, the tournament championship uh, year in and year out. And uh, we'll just go and do our best every, every year.
Coach, we're almost done. Um, question for you. Do you keep up with the WNBA? I do. I do. I keep up with it some. Right now, I, I don't have uh, cable and or internet at uh, the place that I'm staying, so I feel like I'm very out of the loop. I haven't been able to, to watch any games uh, since moving here, so I, I've been out of the loop quite a bit uh, with not having uh, having any TV right now. Well, that leads me, I guess, to one of my last questions for you. Have you settled into a place a permanent home yet? Not not yet. Um, we are very fortunate that uh, we are staying in an apartment right now really close by to, to campus until our house can uh, be finished. Uh, we found a, a quick move-in home that was being built, um, and it's going to be finished in August sometime. So we are close by campus right now. Um, feel very again very fortunate that this was able to happen for us, uh, and then hopefully our um, permanent house will be done in August, which I'm um, really excited for. And will you be one of the coaches that goes to other events on campus, supporting other Bryce teams? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm really excited. We're really excited about being able to you know dive into the Rice community and be able to to, to go to all the games. Uh, obviously, I went to the uh, Sweet 16 game for the women's soccer um, team when they were in Raleigh, which was really awesome. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting to many events on, on campus and uh, getting to know players from other um, teams as well as the other coaches. All right, Coach. Coach Lindsey Edmonds, Rice South Women's Basketball. Thank you very much again. And hopefully we can make this uh, semi-regular. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to. Thank you for having me. Take care, Coach. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.